Good morning, Africa. It is the 1st of October and today we start our special edition where we introduce to you a young CEO on the rise. Today, we talk to Christian Irakoze, the CEO of Ezaneza. We also look at how investors are dumping stock on the Nairobi Securities Exchange. Good morning, Africa. Welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Now, more than half of the stock prices at the Nairobi Securities Exchange have yet to return to their pre-COVID-19 levels amid a full recovery of the bourse and economic revival from the pandemic-induced slump. Of the 58 actively traded counters, 31 are trading below their closing price on March 12, 2020. Mir Thaka is an economic analyst and he spoke to us earlier on the reason for the stock dumps. Investors are dumping stocks generally everywhere. The reason is that global markets are spooked over an emerging market-led debt default cascade, U.S. tax worries, inflation fears, and supply chain concerns. Could the Kenyan government consider another regulation strategy? In the first half of the year, the NSC 20, which is the main benchmark that tracks Kenyan stocks, was just rebounding from a 17-year low. The 17-year low was actually brought about by government policies such as the interest rate cap, introduction of a capital gains tax about uh, in 2015, which uh, generally created an environment of fear in investors. Of course, this was subsequently scrapped, but uh, the damage was already done. And also there is a lot of... uh, tax regime and policy instability where you know one year they bring in a new policy the next year it's scrapped or reliefs are brought in and scrapped at random including capital reliefs so these are actually uh, detrimental to the stability of the market and uh, another problem is also the VAT on share transaction levies. So this has actually raised the cost of transactions. Now, the government also seems to have taken an anti-stock market stance where uh, the trend towards privatization has been bucked. Uh, We haven't even seen the president mention the NSC since he came to office in 2013. So sentiment is also to blame. So, is there hope to recoup this capital flight? It's actually quite simple. The government needs to start taking an active interest in the stock market and showing investors that this is actually the fact. That was Mir Thaka, a macroeconomic analyst in Kenya's capital, Nairobi. Now, to our new Friday feature. Christian Irakoze is the CEO of Ezaneza. Ezaneza is a random company that grows fruits and vegetables in greenhouses hydroponically year-round and ships to key retailers throughout Rwanda. So, who is Chris? So, my name is Christian uh, Irakoze. Um, I am 28 years old. I am the co-founder and CEO of Ezaneza, which is an agribusiness. So, I am also a farmer and an agriculture entrepreneur um and uh i've been a full-time entrepreneur for the last uh two years uh prior to that 
I was in uh, the tech, the IT sector. I I don't have uh, a, a strong background in in agriculture. I didn't I didn't go to school for it. Um, um, I studied uh, business management in uh, uh, at university. Now, when I moved back to Rwanda uh, five years ago, um, I quickly became passionate about um, agriculture and the, and the various challenges that I saw, which to me at the time, I, I also saw, the, saw them as opportunities. So I, I slowly started learning more about agriculture and um, getting into the space. Um, and I, I really became passionate about it. And um, because of that, I ended up uh, co-founding a company, starting a company. And, and yeah, uh, it's been, uh, been a journey, uh, quite an inter- interesting journey ever since. Um, but uh, that's, I would say that's me in a nutshell. Um, I'm passionate about um, not just agriculture, but I love sports as well. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a tech enthusiast, uh, which is probably the biggest reason why I am doing agriculture, but more so in a, in a tech uh, focused uh, manner. So, so yeah, that's, uh, that's who I am. What is Ezeneza? Ezeneza means grow well, and it's an agribusiness or agritech startup. And we focus on greenhouse growing, uh, hydroponics. Uh, and vertical farming, and we grow fruits and vegetables. We're in horticulture, and uh, at the moment we're growing uh, tomatoes, cherry tomatoes, bell peppers, and uh, strawberries. So <clears throat> uh, we are technology-focused company, and uh, the reason why we focus so much on technology is because we strive to find more efficient ways to grow. So we maximize space as much as possible, which is why we do vertical farming. And uh, we also try to grow as sustainably as as possible. So we recirculate all our water. We grow using a technique called hydroponics, which is essentially growing without soil. Um, And the way we're able to do that is by feeding the plants uh, the nutrients that they need directly to the roots and uh, we this technique allows us to control all the inputs that the plants get and uh, we also grow in greenhouses as I previously mentioned uh, and this is in, this is in order to have a, a controlled environment as we grow so control the temperature control the humidity and as I previously mentioned we control all the inputs or the fertilizer and this essentially allows us to create uh, the most optimum environment for the plants to grow. So currently we are supplying to the local market, we supply to supermarkets, some of the big supermarkets in Kigali, uh, like uh, Sour City and uh, Fulep. But we also do direct to consumer um, People can make orders on our number, on our WhatsApp number or website, and we can deliver to them. And in the future, we also hope to get into the export uh, market as well. But that's that's Isaneza in a nutshell. We're an agribusiness, 
in the horticulture sector and uh, we use technology and we try to we do that in order to grow in the most efficient and in the most productive way as possible. Young people have often shied away from agriculture for various reasons. What are some of the biggest challenges he's faced? So one of the biggest challenges that we have as an agri startup is the demand that is much higher than our supply. Now, um, this is a this is a problem that we have because we are still getting into we are still new in the sector, and uh, some of the crops that we grow, like strawberries, are also quite new to the market. Um, but it's a it's a big problem for us because we we strive to achieve two things, which is uh, quality, uh, but also consistency. Consistency is a very big thing for us, but also a big thing for for the consumer. Um, once you once you supply to the market, once your product is out there on the market, um, people are always ready to to buy more. And uh, as word of mouth spreads, you get even more and more consumers. So in order to maintain your 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 brand or in order to to sort of maintain your your place in the market consistency is is a big deal and it can lead to frustrations to the to the end customers or even to the to the retail spaces that are depending on you to to, to supply to them such as the supermarkets and um right now it's a it's, it's a big challenge because uh in order to overcome uh this this challenge in order to increase our demand we also have to increase our capacity uh not just in terms of infrastructure but also in terms of like for example like plant material uh some of the varieties some of the crops that we grow are not are not over local varieties so in order to increase our demand we have to import uh some new plant material so it's it's all a work uh, in progress, and these are definitely growing pains. But the biggest pain for us is disappointing uh, our customers. So one thing I would say, number one in, in the challenges that we have or challenges that we need to overcome this year and in the coming years is, is increasing our supply in order to meet the demand. Um, and... Uh, that's another reason why the agriculture sector is exciting because the demand is really, really high, whether it's local or whether it's export. So, so yeah, that's, that's our biggest challenge at the moment. In regards to Ezaneza, what does the future hold for the company? So in the future, um, we hope to, to overcome our challenge, which is, you know, uh, meeting the, the demand, uh, so increasing our supply, uh, not just locally, but also in terms of uh, exports. Um, we definitely want to supply, uh, to increase our supply in Kigali and supply more to the supermarkets. But we also want to supply regionally because we've, we've been receiving a lot of demand uh, regionally. And by regionally, I mean um, places like the DRC and um, even Kenya. And uh, we also want to keep going even further than that and even supplying to the European market and uh, working with, uh, with uh, 
various um, exporters or people who, who already have markets um, in in in, uh, in Europe. We we have already started uh, these discussions, and uh, hopefully they can lead to to partnerships. Now, obviously, in order to do that, we also have to 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 grow and also uh, become more become certified and get some certifications like gap like gap certified. That's also in in our medium short to medium term uh, goal, um, and these certifications will allow us to to supply more to to um, to to the European market or even to to the re- to the regional market. And in the long term future, um, we also hope to develop a research and development center that's focused that's really focused on uh, horticulture. And like demonstrate uh, various technologies uh, that we that 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 we can use um, in in the horticulture space, whether it's it's, it's irrigation, whether it's hydroponics, whether it's um, um, automation, um, and we we really want to also be like a a, a resource for farmers where they can uh, they can learn certain skills. Or even uh, get certain inputs, and we can also help other professional farmers set up their own greenhouse operations. So that's something that we we want to get to in the in the longer ter- in the long term future. That was Christian Irakoze, the CEO of Ezeneza, a Rwandan agri-based startup. Remember Evergrande, the Chinese company we talked about last week facing bankruptcy. Well, the Chinese central bank is set to intervene. As of last evening, some of China Evergrande's offshore bondholders had not received a due coupon, according to sources. The cash-strapped developer reached a $1.5 billion deal to set a debt with the Chinese bank. With liabilities of $305 billion, Evergrande has sparked concerns its woes could spread through China's financial system and reverberate throughout the world. A worry that has eased with China central bank vowing to protect home buyer interest. And a look at our markets today. The Rwandan Stock Exchange trading session recorded a turnover of 42 million and 33,000 Rwanda francs from 170,100 shares traded in three deals on the equities market and 23,268,500 Rwanda francs worth of bonds traded in five deals on the fixed income market. The RSI and All Share Index remained constant to close at 104.58 and 146.16 respectively. Bank of Kigali counter closed at 250 Rwanda francs. The trading session recorded a total number of 41,925,000 Rwanda francs, 167,700 shares, Traded in two deals. INM Bank Rwanda counter closed at 45 Rwanda francs. A look at the Mauritius Swan securities on the banking counter 162,600 shares of MCBG were traded during the session, out of which 16,200 were foreign purchases. The stock closed and changed at 311 rupees. Alternatively, SBMH fell 0.72% to rupees 4.15 on 390,100 shares traded. 
On the securities front, 18,700 shares of MUA were traded during the session, about 3.29% of TMT, and the stock closed and changed at 121 rupees. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. And if you have any suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at The K Financial. And you can find me on Twitter at Tiffa Dong.